0: You can sit here, here we go. So what I I wanted to do today is, in introducing Moshtaba, he's gonna share some of his story with us, but we wanna ground it as well in what we're going through together in Hebrews chapter 11 by faith, which will become clear as we get into it. But for now, (coughs) grab a seat. This is gonna be like our Westlife boy band moment. Uh, If at any point point you want a key change, you just need to stand up and it increases the power in your voice. Uh, So, Mojtaba, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, and uh, Mm. how you became a Christian. Is it? Ah, okay. Put it in your pocket, that'll be fine. There
1: we go. Okay, I'm Mojtaba, I'm from Iran, as you said, a city called uh, Shiraz. And I became a believer mean, I gave my heart to Jesus when I was 18. Uh, before I gave my heart to Jesus, for a few years, our house situation was uh, really stressful and full of tension. Uh, because my brother uh, had depression and he used to take drugs. And most of the time he was really violent and being angry and used to especially used to beat me uh for any reason anything happened in the house and My dad went bankrupt, and our financial situation was was awful and uh, i've got uh five siblings, so just imagine with six mm. children. They want to study. They want food, <laughs> clothes, and but uh, I remember uh, some days we d- we didn't have enough money to uh, get bread or get food. And uh, and uh, as a teenager, I had uh, lots of burdens and lots of pressure, and especially the hatred and anger from my brother because he used to beat me and I couldn't defend myself and. So I preferred to spend most of my time out of house. And uh, I became really negative. And uh, this negativity uh, really affected all of my aspects of my life, my friends, my uh, relationships, uh, affected my relationship with my family, Uh, the music that I I used to listen, and many things. And, uh, it was like, uh, two months or one month before I, uh, became Christian. I heard the gospel. Uh, I, I was feeling really empty and, uh, life has, didn't have no, didn't have any meaning to me. And Mm. I, I was absolutely lost. I was really, uh, desperated and I always I uh, uh, I was asking these questions that why am I here and what's the reason of this life and where uh, will I go when I died mm-hmm. and uh, and also I, I wasn't really happy with my life uh, so <coughs> one uh, one night before I go to sleep. I remember I for the first time I prayed to God the God that I really didn't like him because uh, I believed according to the Islam religion that he is holy, he's the best but I am sinner because I know my life. I knew my life, how is it like and according to that religion I was the a, a big sinner. And I knew I'm, I'm going to hell and this God uh, won't accept me at all. And um, So I don't know why that night I just prayed to God uh, that uh, I don't care about your imams, about your prophets and who are you and how, uh, how, is how you like. Mm. I just want you to save me. It was the first time that I uh, spoke to God really friendly and honestly. And, and uh, after like a few weeks, <coughs> uh, I I saw I I saw my brother and I found my brother really calm and kind. And he was he was talking to me in a nice way and <laughs> say, <laughs> "What happened to my brother?" And it was really strange and uh one day i uh, saw a book in his hand it was bible and uh, he he was attending a group of people who were supporting to uh, to clean from drugs the uh was called the narcotics and na if you know and so (coughs) one person there was, uh, there was a person who was Christian, gave him a video disc of uh, uh, two pastors were evangelizing and a whole, uh, Bible. But uh, yeah, he prayed with his friend and he gave hi- his heart to Jesus and his life totally changed. And mm. uh, when I saw the changing in my brother, I really became c- curious to follow that and what is that and I, I really, I really wanted mm. uh, because I was really desperate and uh, one day uh, I asked him that uh, can you please put the video disc that you have and, uh, and it was really odd for me because I didn't really like the religious things and now I, I, un- I know that it was Holy Spirit that was pushing me And, uh, yeah, he put the video disc and as the video start, I felt a really, uh, I felt a really deep peace in my heart and something was moving in my heart. And as the pastor was talking about Jesus, about sin, about forgiveness, about how he can save us and everything about gospel at the end, uh, he invited people to pray with him if you want to be released from anger, from hatred, if you want forgiveness for your sin, mm-hmm. if you want to be saved, every 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 everything about gospel, you can pray with me and give your heart to Jesus. So at the end, uh, I prayed with him, I whispered the prayer um, because I didn't want my brother to understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm praying. Our relationship wasn't close at all. Yeah. So, but immediately after prayer, I really felt a deep peace in my heart, and it, something really changed. And it was like a big weight uh, took away from my shoulders. And that that day, that I went out of our house. Uh, I really hardly could walk, and. Because I I felt like leth- lethargic. Uh, it was re- I was really relaxed, and yes. uh, I, I I remember I was looking at the sky, at blue sky. I was giving thanks to God. Look at the trees mm. and say, Wow, what? How beautiful is mm. it? Like it was like God uh, uh, healed my eyes. All the negativity is gone, and uh, from that day um, I I had a really. Dirty mouth, because because of the bitterness in my heart, and from that day till now, I didn't say any bad words. I haven't said any bad words, and it, it's like it, it, my my mouth to is luck to saying bad words, and it was a big thing that got uh, done in my life because after that I just uh, read and read Bible all the time, and my mouth got changed my mouth from the bad words to his words, and i uh, became a teacher and preacher in his church during when i was in in iran and also in turkey mm. uh, so how old were you we at this stage 18
0: 18 and living in iran uh is it easy to find a church? How did you hook yourself up with a, a
1: group of Christians? No, it's not really easy because uh, uh, government uh, closed all the official churches. We ha- we have some official churches in Iran that belongs to Armenian and, and Assyrian, and um, uh, we have one church uh, that it belongs to. Uh, but uh, the forced speakers also used used to use the. Their buildings, mm-hmm. but uh, government lose all of them, and uh, government doesn't let the Armenian Assyrian Syrian has and so the forces because in Their meetings.
0: Okay, so having become a Christian and finding yourself in a church, y- you knew you were breaking the law. I didn't know, but oh, you didn't later know. Okay. <laughs> 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 you found out. Um, what what happened? Um, I know it doesn't the story doesn't end there. What happened soon after being part of
1: this Christian community at age eighteen, nineteen? Yeah. yeah, I was 19 because uh, one year took that I could find some people. And uh, after one year, that my, uh, my brother and my dad and I uh, um, used to gather with these people weekly. And after uh, one year, one day that I was in, uh, I wanted to... <coughs> start my breakfast in our house someone knocked the door and um, i opened the door and it was like 10 officers of intelligence service they said we have this permission to research your house and i said can i look look at the i don't know what's the permission from court can i look at it and but <laughs> he didn't care he just pushed me in house and and he Actually, uh, I don't know how to say. They rushed into our house mm-hmm. and they, yeah, researched everything in our house and they found everything about Christianity and then they <coughs> arrested uh, me and my brother and my dad and my sister uh, and they took us to uh, intelligence service jail. Mm. That day, I found, I found that <laughs> it found was, that was illegal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And what happened in the interrogation? How long were you
1: uh, detained for? Yeah, f- uh, that time they put me in a solitary confinement for 22 days. Uh, wow. And during that 22 days, they were interrogating about our activities, mm-hmm. how we became Christian, how many people you know and uh, who bring this person who bring this who brought this person or this one to this to mm. church and yeah they wanted the details and also they wanted to try to change our beliefs
0: he's yeah. so 19 in prison i was
1: 20 or 20 in
0: prison for t- in solitary confinement for 22 days yeah and then what did they do they let
1: you out no they uh they let me be released uh i mean they, I, I, I was released by a bill, bail, bail, yeah, right. and um, and they sent me to court, and I went on trial for, I mean, it, it the court lasted for one year. Okay. Yeah, they so just wanted to yeah put us yeah. in fear to not be active. Hmm. Well, I think at, at
0: this point we're going to jump into Hebrews chapter eleven and just <coughs> and read some things from there to see how, I think. The example that the writer gives us here matches some of a lot of what you're saying in your experience of being a Christian as well and the decisions that you made. And then we'll, we'll pick up the story uh, as well after that. So Hebrews chapter 11. If you have a Bible and I want to turn there, I'm going to read from verse 23. It says this, By faith Moses not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. So in those initial verses there we see faith hides, faith leaves, faith chooses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we were talking earlier, So age twi- uh, during the week at age 20, a new, new Christian really, is, by finding yourself in prison, Was there a a part of you that thought, what have I done? Why have I made this decision? Why don't I change my mind and Mm -hmm. go back to being a a non-Christian or a a Muslim, perhaps? What was it for you, I suppose, like Moses, who says he chose uh, to endure the reproach of his people or to identify with the shame of being a believer in his land? What was it for you that made you continue to choose to be a Christian?
1: Mm -hmm. (coughs) Actually, when I... When I'm thinking about it, it's uh, at one point. Uh, I don't know what was going on. You know, I don't know why I could I could stand and I could be bold to uh, carry on and <coughs> accept all that yeah. situation, because as Jesus uh, says in um, I think in John two to Nicodemus, uh, that wind wind blows wherever uh, it wishes, and yeah, you can't understand, you don't know where is it come from and where it goes, uh, but you can hear it, you can hear this sound, you can feel it, and uh, for me it was like the it was like this, and uh, Jesus said for everyone who born from of Holy Spirit is like this, sometimes. You don't know what's happened. You don't know. He just he just makes you bold. He just makes you uh, courage to just carry on. Mm -hmm. And but uh, I'm sure because we all of us we experienced uh, Jesus' love in our heart, and His love was for me was enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because when I was looking at my past and see my how was my life, Mm -hmm. I never wanted to. Uh, that life happened. I, I knew only Jesus changed my life and everything changed. Uh, I was lost but now I found in his love and uh, I always focused like um, I I didn't uh, organize for <laughs> this. Uh, uh, yeah, always I was looking at the past and uh the past the life that I didn't want it and looking forward what Jesus uh, has prepared for me and and uh, it affected my presence yeah. That I uh, should be uh, and you to endure.
0: Yeah. I know you, you reflecting during the week on Hebrews 11 and what it says about Moses why don't you share with us some of the things you've you've got down there um, yeah from Hebrews 11 okay uh,
1: actually uh, i want to uh, share something about faith and the nature of faith and uh, uh, from whole the chapter 11 what what has written in chapter 11 but when when we finish the chapter 11 and we go through the chapter 12 in the beginning of the chapter 12 we see a word and if if you displayed here, you can see there is a word, uh, therefore, and this word, therefore, shows that uh, we will read about all the results of the faith seen in chapter 11 and what we should do. In uh, chapter 12, when uh, it says, therefore, uh, if we we can read it, the beginning of the
0: So it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God.
1: Yes. When, when we see that uh, um, the, the writer had a goal for chapter 11, and the goal is chapter 12. Mm. He's saying this, therefore, you you read all about the heroes of faith and everything about faith. Now uh, you need to fight with sin. Every every sin can tide you and not lead you to carry on. And so we we can see the faith in uh, 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 chapter 11 is exactly opposite of sin. And there is a fight between sin and faith. And if we see uh, the roots of uh, sin in Genesis chapter three, uh, we can understand more uh, how is it like. And do you want me to read that? Yes, yeah, re- I think we prepared yeah. <gasps> uh, oh, here. I think go. now the six serpent was more crafty. From, craft. six, off from yeah. six,
0: okay, here we go. I read it here. Um, so when the woman saw the tree that was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to d- be desired to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. Yeah, thank you.
1: If we pay attention to the word of uh, saw, and the desire that was in Eve, the desire of just gaining, she saw the fruit, and a desire uh, appeared in her heart just for gaining, gaining more knowledge, gaining more power, gaining more everything about humans, and uh, uh, it was just about them, and it was if you actually, if we want to say, it was just about me, 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 me." And that day, the humans became god of their own life, and they started to say, "God, we don't need you anymore." We can't do it by our own, and we don't uh, need your presence. We ne- we don't need you, A- and we want to gain whatever we want. And uh, the humans became selfish; they wanted everything with selfishness, and this is the root of sin. And this is the r- root of every every evil things that we d- we do in our life: jealousy, anger, and uh, controlling, and everything. The the list of all sins is. On their and so, uh <coughs> and they, uh, but it wasn't the right and perfect image of God that they were supposed to be, no. But when we s- we look at the faith, the nature of faith in Hebrew 11 is about invisible things. Mm. If so, but in faith, uh, in uh, faith, we we trust the un- invisible things we trust the invisible things because invisible things is uh, the part that we don't know and it's out of our own power we need to trust to the other and uh, faith actually is about the other it's not about you it's uh, it's about trusting in god and uh, uh, if we if we see our god is love empty of any selfishness was created this world out of his overflowing generosity. Mm. And we were made in the image of uh, this God. One of the aspects of our job is reflecting the beauty of his character, like the moon reflects the sunlight. Mm. Mm. And uh, now that we see the examples of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, it's all about invisible things. It's all about giving, losing, leaving, which are exactly opposite of nature of sin, which is uh, ruling in our world. When it talks about invisible things, as I explain it, it's out of our power and knowledge. So sin just thinks about itself in every way, but faith is always thinking about others, especially God. And uh, when with this view of faith, it is easier for us to understand the scriptures. For example, prayer become a picture of faith because in prayer we, we're not just asking God we don't we do want we don't want to gain uh, something from God mm-hmm. uh, we we go to prayer because we want to we want to allow God to interfere all our being all our plans our uh, everything we have yeah. we, we're going to share our life with with God actually we believe in Christ to say God we are uh, we are not good enough, our power is not enough, our knowledge is not enough. We need you, and we exactly place in our right uh, position. And uh, for example, giving money for God, it became a picture of faith, because you are going to share everything. But unfortunately, some of our uh, teachers and uh, preachers uh, preach like this, that give your money to God, and God will bless you. God give you more. And b- even this desire is not exactly what faith says. You, know? you give to God and you don't care if God give you back or not. I just want to give because it's the picture of God. It's the image of God. I want to give, to receive. I just want to give because it's, the, it's the, uh, my, uh, real nature, mm-hmm. my real nature, my real image that I should be. So, and also the c- commandments of love. Do, it's not just about being nice. It's, it's not uh, uh, only about accepting people, being kind to people. It's about sharing everything you have. And uh, that way people. we reflect God, the generous God who gives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, I mean, the main point today, I, I, we, I want to uh, relate it to our daily life. The faith is against selfishness. Mm. We, we need to uh, see... In our prayer, if we we take a responsibility in church, uh, uh, wherever we we are, uh, if I giving something or if even I kept something, uh, for kept a hatred, kept a uh, bitterness in my heart, and I I just kept it. I said, uh, I am a victim. I was right. They they were wrong and we we doesn't let let it god interfere in yes. that and every aspect of our life with the small steps mm. faith is against that selfishness just we need to pray god i need you i i i want to uh, give my heart to you and mm. say you interfere all in all my plans my my every aspects of my life yeah. and uh, we, we need to see, we give it to God, and just ask Him to come and touch us and uh, help us to and get I rid of in,
0: in large part, a lot what you 're sharing is what it was that gave you the strength to endure and not just to endure but to recognize this is the approach of the christian life, whether you 're in prison in Iran or not, whether you 're in the west and the u k uh, We have some photos of your uh, photo of your church meeting the church in Iran as well and um, just a little video of one of your worship times together as a church. I thought it would be useful to sh- just to yeah. show, to give us a, a clearer picture of the I sort I was of 19 things you did. in that film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, in that case, you can thank me afterwards. Here we go. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's watch this.
1: So that's my dad, my sister, my mom, my brother here. And that's me, I think. Mm. Oh, yeah, on the right there. And do so have a video, Tiago? Yeah, it, it was like this. Sometimes we could gather out of, like... In countryside, mm. so singing, yeah. and worship together and praying. Yeah. Right, and let's uh, watch this as well.
0: that's exciting. <laughs> so I know meeting as a church like that. Uh, you were, so you were in prison days 1920 and waiting for the court and bail.
1: What what happened after that? So after the court finished, uh, we started our gatherings again in houses uh, with almost that group, like yep. this group, and this group uh, increased to. 150 people after four years, yeah, and so we in had an environment where it's illegal to meet, and people knew they could be in prison. It yeah. grew to 150 yeah. people. Yeah, and this time we knew that we were doing mm. <laughs> illegal <Yes>. things. <laughs> so at this <laughs> point, you're just a criminal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And but really, we didn't know why we continue, and uh, we just knew that it it worth it because of jesus yeah. it's worth it jesus is a, he he really saved our life and we hoped in the future that uh it's not comparable to this mm. this suffering as as paul says in romans eight eighteen, yeah. the suffering we we have today yeah. it's not it's not but your
0: your meetings didn't carry on uninterrupted because i know you were arrested a second time yeah uh this time and this time for a lot longer.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, I think you said in total four years? It's no, like th- three, three years. years. Yeah, Three years you were imprisoned the second time. Well tell me, I know your first day in imprisonment the second time, you described to me a situation that I thought was really remarkable. Can you share that with us? Yeah.
1: So this time again they uh, put us in solitary confinement longer, like for one month, around one month, and. This time, their behavior was worse because it was our second time. Mm. They, they thought that we're going to change and became good good boys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so after all the interrogation and, and everything, they sent us to public prison. And uh, Yeah, what, what do you want me to say? You t- tell me the story about Mohammed okay. Mm. So in prison after we <coughs> You know in prison in uh, it's it's totally different with the prison in uh West. I heard in West they have T V they Play have Playstations, yes. They can go to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think they go to the pool, but carry yeah. on <laughs> Yeah. And uh there was like uh there were like twelve Salons, big salons with a corridor and in each side like 20 rooms that prisoners we kept there. And they sent us to one of the, uh, one of that salons. And, <coughs> you know, because in prison, uh, everything is uh, dull and everything is um, is the same as every day. Uh, when a newcomer arrives to prison, the other prisoners just come and ask lots of questions. It's just for, mm. like, uh, to... Li- it's like, uh, how to explain it? Intermi-
0: entertainment. Yeah, entertaining. yeah. <laughs> so you were the entertainment when you <laughs> <Yeah>. arrived. <laughs> yep. So what's
1: your name? What's your crime or these yeah. sorts of questions? And uh, so our crime sentence was... Uh, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Threats to national security. National security. National security. Okay. That it was really <laughs> strange for us, and mm. uh, we didn't believe in that, and uh, so we we knew that we here because of our faith. Mm. So instead of saying um, our yeah, yeah. the official sentence, we were saying we are a Christian, and uh, one of the guys that heard we are Christian. Uh, he he w- he wanted to talk to us. He was a uh, uh, he was a head of a gang uh, of um, drug dealings. Uh, he came up to us and started asking about Christianity, about Jesus. And he was a Muslim. He was uh, Sunni. And he he also wanted to make an argument, but we because uh, we uh, we were really frustrated of the solitary confinement and everything mm. that was happened to us. And uh, it, it was hard to talk mm. about <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so at the end, I told him, look, we believe that Jesus is alive. Tonight, before you go to sleep, you can pray and talk to him. Jesus, you are they say you are alive. If you are alive, you show me, you yourself show me the truth. So the next day he uh, came up to us again with a delighted face and <laughs> exciting said and he said what should i do i said what happened I said last night as you, as you said uh, i prayed and after a long time that i couldn't sleep well i slept deeply and <laughs> uh, in the morning when i woke up uh, i just felt a deep peace in my heart and it was like something changed in me and it was like a big weight uh, took away from my chest and uh, I couldn't say any bad words and hate my roommates because in prison normally you hate, you, you always have tension with your roommates. And uh, I don't know what happened to me. And I, I told him uh, that I believe the Holy Spirit touched your heart, and if you want, you can give your heart to Jesus. And that day, he gave his heart to Jesus, and his life completely changed. Mm. And for five months, uh, we were in touch, and I was teaching the principles of our faith and praying together. And it was amazing what God, has, uh, God uh, did in his life, mm. because he really encouraged us. To continue, mm-hmm. that day, uh, I, I felt that God is, is speaking to me. That Mushdava, whatever you have been through and whatever you you're going to sh- uh, uh, to have, mm-hmm. it's worth it for His soul, because uh, God's character is is like uh, the shepherd, going to find the one lost ship. and uh, God really care about the invi- in, in individuals and uh, he wants to make relationship with mm. each each person and individually.
0: That, and that understanding gave you, would you say, that gave you the, the perspective to endure another three years in prison yeah, knowing exactly. that it's worth it for one person.
1: Yeah, yeah, and after that, many people came to Christ wow. and also we met uh, some of them out of prison and also uh one of them came to our conference in Turkey last summer, oh. and uh, one of them got married out of prison. He was single when he believed in Christ. And out of prison, he, he got married and came to Turkey, and uh, his wife became Christian. Wow. <laughs> and he still is continuing the yeah. deceit that God... Uh, how can I say so it? You're a threat to national Everything
0: security, and they locked you up, and you still carried yeah. on being a threat yeah. to national the security. The amazing
1: things I want to say that, you know, when you see the prison, there's lots of security gates, and it's really impossible to pass through all of the gates. Mm. But God uh, God, uh, made us, as a a prisoner, to go through all the gates and go to a place that maybe never, never, uh, they could hear the gospel if Mm. we weren't there. Mm. And it, it had a cost. You know what I mean? We... I mean, God uh, gave me, gave us this strength mm. to to accept this, to leave our mm. comfortable place, and uh, to go through all of the. Uh, wow. That's something that people, many people, were in exactly in darkness, and all of them were desperate. All of them were uh, were in a deep. Uh, um, how can I say it? Feeling. Uh, feeling um, abandoned, you know, mm. from all the mm. society. Wow. And and one day that I, I was just thinking about uh, maybe this prison is a punishment for me. God wants to shape my character. And ev- I, I was just uh, thinking about all of these things. And it was just about me, 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 me. And I felt that God uh, strongly uh, speaking to me that, you are selfish, you're just thinking about yourself. It's not about you. It's about me. It's about my kingdom. Look around you. The prisoners, they really need me. And you are here mm. as a light to to shine in in their darkness. Mm. Just just be bold and just share me with them. Mm. And it was amazing how God sent us to prison That's to amazing. shine His light. Why don't we um,
0: just as we as we finish? Why don't you tell us the story of your friend Fariba as well, who's. Arrested the same time as you and put into a yeah. women's prison. Yeah, um, Fariba was examples. one of
1: our sisters that uh, she was arrested with us because she was one of the leaders of house groups, especially ladies, and uh, uh, they kept hi- they kept her in prison for eight months. And when uh, she was explaining about the women's prison, it was really hor- horrible and awful, and. Uh, and
0: she especially describe women getting giving birth in prison, and having yeah. to raise children yeah. entirely
1: in prison, having never seen the yeah. outside world. Yeah, so mothers can uh, keep uh, their uh, children till the age of six. Okay. And uh, but uh, she was she was saying that the way that uh, other prisoners treating the children is really cruel and awful and Mm. saying really bad words to them and beating them. Mm. And uh, there was a one year and a half uh, old girl uh, that she was uh, really weak. She couldn't lift her head because she uh, didn't have enough nutrients. And uh, actually it was the situation all of children. And uh, it was really heartbreaking for Fariba. And she became determined to do a- everything she can to bring out the the child. Hmm. And when she was released, uh, she uh, tried to tried hard, and uh, she went through many complicated mm. process mm. <coughs> so to uh, to bring the, chil- uh, the child out. And uh, finally, she became successful, and uh, she brought out the girl oh. uh, out and
0: so i think we have a picture of her as well yeah there. So she is, is, Fariba, is this is a child yeah it's a gorgeous little thing yeah. born <laughs> in prison and uh, destined yeah. to she wasn't able to hold her head up because she didn't have enough nutrients yeah and destined at age six to then be just sent off to some yeah. family in her somewhere away, f- away from her mother yeah and exactly Fariba, having been in prison and left prison but partly what you're saying is the example of love and being an ambassador of god yeah didn't exactly. think it was enough to just leave prison, and so went back to prison to try to rescue this girl yeah um, and which is remarkable. She,
1: she changed her destiny i mean mm. she we we don 't know if fariba had't gone to prison, mm. what would happen to this mm. girl and but it was it was about her faith that she went to prison, mm. but God used uh how fariba mm. Uh, lost her fr- her freedom and comfortable yeah. life went to prison and bring out mo- someone else oh and wow. exactly what Jesus has done in our life Amazing. and it this is the nature of the the the, the real faith that mm. in Hebrew 11 says mm. we, we don't need to uh, uh, be afraid of leaving and losing for our weight and for our daily life mm. god is god is great god is God is our life. Mm. God is our portion. And we ju- we d- we just need to trust him. Mm. And uh, actually it happened to me when I was in prison. I lost everything. But uh, uh, God was everything I need. Mm. And it really made me bold that if I don't have my cell phone in my hand today, if I don't have enough food to eat, if I don't have a comfortable bed to... Uh, sleep, God is uh, everything I need. And, yeah, it makes you bold. Yeah, amazing. For living.
0: This is your appreciation to (laughs) Most and what you say. Thank you so much. I just want to mention,
1: (laughs) because sometimes people want to make hero of people who went through all of suffering. My story is maybe it's really simple to compare to other people that today have a big persecution, but as in uh, Philippians chapter 1 verse 29 says, it Mm. has granted to us, it has been granted to us Mm. to not only believe in Christ, even uh, suffer for his uh, sake. Mm. And it was like a gift to me that God granted to me. And Mm. it's it's a gift to us if God granted to us because through all of them, it's not about you. It's, uh, it's about God. And you will experience many things that is out of your power and our, our knowledge. And you just, you, you, you are just amazed by everything God uh, mm. doing around you. Uh, and you just learn and learn and lost in his mm. presence. And it's, it's amazing. It's mm. nothing than this. Wonderful! Thank you so yeah. much
0: for coming to share. I think you can see, thank that. you. You can see why I was excited to have him with us. Let's respond together. Let's respond together. We're going to sing a song and break bread. There's bread at the front and at the back here. Uh, this as our opportunity as Christians to come.